0: It's um, Cast episode 71 with my friend here, Jordan Webster.
1: Hello. Hi.
0: How's it going? Uh, Every- so good to see you.
1: Everything's great. How are you? Doing
0: well. Uh, we decided to play that song randomly because earlier we were chilling. We've actually talked for like two hours already.
1: <laughs> we've been here a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've, we've talked. We have not recorded. But this is going to be an interesting one because uh, before we dive into how Jordan and I know each other. Um, we wanted to get a little bit more serious, a little bit more serious, you know, and talk about things that everyone, a large population, at least the U.S., suffer from, and that's mental illness and mental health. Mm-hmm. And we're in an age now that I believe that what technology has really sped the growth of mental illness. Um, weird complexes are being created now because of social media and just technology in general and Jordan and I have had like a similar background when it's come to at least the top two I would say depression and anxiety.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people suffer from those two in particular. Um but we've had very similar journeys. We um, have. When it comes to mental health disorders and how we deal with them and kind of you
0: know even our circle of friends how we yeah. met everything was it was interesting but i think it was good i think we always connected on a different level because i think we were both crazy on the same yeah. level, you know Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, for sure yeah yeah so jordan uh tell the people what's up what, well, tell, hey. tell me a little, little about you.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, yes. No. Thank you I'm, for coming so much. No. Yeah. I, I I'm really excited to be here and and talk about this uh, subject in particular because I have a lot of experience with it and it's um a lot of it's my life um and the way that I do things uh a lot in part is because of my mental the way that I think and I've had to tailor my life a lot around that. Which um, has been a journey to say the least. It's been an adventure. But um, from the start when I was 15, um, so I got started. So, you're saying, like,
0: so, like, well, before you get into like the the, the start, start. So, the anxiety and all this, we were kind of speaking about it earlier. Obviously, lifestyle does a lot with it. And we were both in the service industry. um, Because I know that when we very first met, we met when we were younger and we were teens, but we kind of still found each other throughout life right. uh, into our like early 20s. Yeah,
1: you were always there. Mm-hmm. And I
0: think we both, I, I was boozing early and a lot.
1: And I was bartending early and a lot. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> so she would be like a happy hour bartender at a bar that opened at 11 a.m. Right, And I would go there and drink. Um, at the time, I didn't really know what I was masking or really dealing with. I was just self-medicating. But um, we had some good conversations, and I was like, oh, I remember you, Jordan. Like, hey, how's it going? And that kind of strengthened our friendship. But then it also it came to a point where uh, when we started realizing a lot of things that we had in common, it could almost be toxic with those kind of people mm-hmm. when you're...
1: When you uh, don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. When, when you're you, self-medicating. Yeah. And you share that um, a lot, I think, because it's easy. Um, mm-hmm. It's accessible. You know, it, it is especially back then when we were, um, you know, when we were younger. I think we knew a lot of people that like supplied that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, it was never hard to find anything. Yeah,
1: it was not rare, um, mm. especially in the bar scene. I think uh, there's a lot of that going around in the service industry. Um, people just kind of trade meds. Um, yeah, I think it's a pattern a to lot have of swapping. Yeah, well, someone I think someone gives
0: you a Klonopin for an Adderall. <laughs>
1: Exactly. You're like, I have to work this shift and yeah. this person's like leaving and they're getting off and they're no like, yeah, I you want Yeah, <laughs> I need to call them in. Like, give me that. Um, but in all seriousness, I think a lot of people in the self, in the service industry self-medicate um, because they have to be on it. They're forced to be. Most of them are on a different schedule um, and you're on your feet a lot like you're you're really pushing it um, when it comes to like. Uh, I mean, you get your
0: steps in. Yeah.
1: Well, and then also face-to-face customer service is exhausting. Um, trying to just, like, keep the front up with somebody and, like, um, make sure that they're all taken care of and, like, but also worrying about yourself and, like, all in one. It's very. Yeah. It's a, um, like for some jobs, you lot. know,
0: like when they say, like, leave it, your personal problem stuff, leave it at the front door. Right. It's so hard yeah. in that industry because you wear it, you wear it in your face. Yeah.
1: Exactly. You can't
0: just walk. Like, there's some times where I, it's like, hey, I'm physically fine, but I cannot work this shit. Yeah. It's like, you're going to lose money because I'm going to give bad service yes, because I'm you're not ready. Else. I, yeah. I'm not ready to do this right now. You're completely similar. So, else. do you want bad reviews on Open Table tonight because you're about to get them because I need to fuck them. Yeah.
1: Late. Exactly. So,
0: when you work for good management, it, you know, they will pull through for you. Right. At, at the Whataburger at the Pearl. Exactly.
1: At. at the Whataburger at the Pearl. And, um, You know, I've had experiences, luckily, with good management for the most part. Not you, Siri. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Luckily, Siri.
1: (laughs) I don't know why she tries to, like, creep in on the conversation. Because Siri's
0: a nosy bitch. She (laughs)
1: is. She really is. Um, But I've had really good experiences. <laughs> I don't
0: know who's nosier, Alexa or Siri.
1: I don't, I don't know, but she pops up all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a yeah, we've got the vote in. It's Siri. She's Siri. a nosy fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> she's always there.
0: The Siri, play Unchained Love. <laughs> Unchained <laughs> <or> Melody. Melody. <laughs> oh, look at Siri.
1: Playing Unchained Melody. Oh. The brothers. No.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to DomCast, episode 71. <laughs> okay,
1: are we starting now?
0: No, No. That was just too fun not to do. <laughs> right. She right. was
1: there, though, but, like, you can't deny no, that she it's was a creepy, but she was there. She was there for me. She was like, Dom needs to hear this right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, that,
0: that definitely, though, has changed, oh, my God, the way kids think. Do kids even... Do you know what I think? What? Cursive is gonna be almost like an unknown language. Like
1: Latin. It's just yes. like he, it's gone. And
0: like like you can read cursive and write cursive, I'm sure. Yeah. I can as well. Not but well.
1: It's terrible. But but it still, looks like chicken uh, scratch, but I learned it you know? in the third grade, imagine, like everyone imagine else. Imagine what
0: it looks like to a kid who's only used a keyboard.
1: Yeah. That's nuts. That is so they weird you never even think used like penmanship.
0: Like, I used to take yeah. penmanship classes. Well, I went to private school when I was really young. Yeah, I did, I did too. Penmanship all the time.
1: I started out in private school actually in, in a lu- in a Lutheran school.
0: I was Baptist.
1: I went to I, don't get
2: it.
0: I- <laughs> <laughs> Why is your Siri have an English accent? <laughs> <laughs> because
2: I got- I got sick. <laughs>
0: You didn't even get like a sexy guy English accent. You just got like, she she sounds like a librarian, dude. She no, she she needs to fix her shit. That
1: is, she needs to work it out for real. Cause that's all right. I got her. I got her like covered up. She's like suffocating now. It's okay. Suffocating. Yeah. Okay, we got this.
0: that one fucking song everyone sings at karaoke. Um, Uh, So yes, Siri. (laughs) Crazy,
1: yeah. She's big brother. She's like really there.
0: But we bug it ourselves. Yeah. My my whole thing too with like the apple, it's like got a bite out of it. Yeah. Like the whole symbol is a Garden of Eden. Like we wanted to know all knowledge. But we
1: all, I feel like we all know. Or honest, some. On some kind of subconscious level, we all know that, and we're still consuming the Apple product oh, yeah. because we and I'm are still paying
0: AT&T way too much money. Devilish.
1: Yeah. And it's not, it's not cool. Um, but it's what I pay to be hacked and, and for people to listen to my conversations.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't live without it, especially for what I do. I yeah. have to have it. You do. Even if I do ransom, absolutely. I have to pull something up quick. Yeah. You know? Because my computer's behind me, <laughs> which
1: we discussed. That yeah. might be a change. That's something I've never <sighs> oh, seen. I'm just is not I'm busting
0: just nuts and uh, came in as
1: Dom. Dom is like, you know, with his mouse, and he's just like, you know,
0: <laughs> I got everything in front <laughs> staring of staring
1: ahead of him, and I, I'm like, what the hell? Like, where's the monitor? And it's behind him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to see it. I know what's going on. It's like watching a football game. It's like, dude, do I really need to listen to these guys talk about it? You can like put your, it on it's you. It's just muscle memory. Like, like, hey, you bartender, just go and click turn a the jukebox back on. I don't need to hear Chris fucking Christofferson or whatever <laughs> the fuck. Uh, t- sorry, I just went off. All right, okay. let's get back on.
1: It's okay. We can rant. Chris That's Collinsworth
0: fine. over here telling me Chris how, how I, uh, a play action goes. Okay. Yeah. Or how many (laughs) yards Saquon Barkley ran for in his college year. Don't care, okay? Just here to watch the game. Listen to ZZ Top on a jukebox in the afternoon next to a Vietnam vet. You
1: should be able to do that. Now, that
0: is pretty much the inception of when our friendship actually became a friendship. Yeah. uh, Because we knew each other and we were cool. But I think, you know, I would... You knew my routine. I'm i I'm a ha- I'm a creature of habit, and that was my routine. I would always stop by that place at least two or three times a week,
1: and that's when I worked. So I would be you know over there like stocking the the bins full of Bud Light or yeah. what have you, and then I'd trade you shots for you know other stuff. Like we'd self medicate together, okay. and that's a lot of how our friendship founded. I think that's like why we had to like have a little bit of space to become who we are (laughs) definitely (laughs) you know in a sense and um because we definitely did perpetuate each other when it came to that kind of thing um we We were were. very and now i'm sitting here drinking like a tea yeah and like you know exactly like and you know five or seven years ago like we would have been getting plastered
0: taking hard liquor
1: yeah with mixing it with pills and yeah we just we we did the thing because we didn't know what else to do. Um like I didn't have I had a psychiatrist but I didn't have someone that I really talked to and told my problems like full out until after that kind of entire See I place I was kind life.
0: of in that part of my life I was in that post seeing a psychiatrist and mm-hmm. then seeing a therapist. Yeah. And they they diagnosed me manic depressive but it was really more an OCD for sure but uh it was really more my mania yeah and I would slip into like hypomania same and not sleep for nights yes I just one of my
1: one of my diagnoses was um after they kind of broke down the um the uh bipolar the you know Mm -hmm. uh, bipolar depressive or mania depressive manic depressive Manic depression. Oh, my God. Yeah. After they broke that down, they were like, okay, you have insomnia because of this reason. Did they try to
0: give you Ambien?
1: Dude, yes. And I I couldn't do sleeping pills because... They gave me Ambien. Like, I would would stay up. I would, like, push through it. it. And fight it. And trip on them, right?
2: Yes. And it was
1: awful. Like, I would just choose to push through and, like, function as, like half a human being yep. and like go like eat whatever food and things started and text getting all weird he
0: to... started getting like yeah.
1: yeah i was like they shouldn't give this to people no. who, who are already take... fighting with yeah, the trying... drugs exactly. we're going to fight
0: this one and have fun with it yeah they're giving me 10 milligrams a night
1: i was like that's not that's not no. shit like you you you're take, trying like, to believe those asleep? things
0: dude and then you fight it i remember uh, xbox was out i had civilization yeah. and i would just <laughs> sit there on xbox fighting Ambien <laughs> listening to um, oh my god this album Passion Pit the fucking
1: oh the one with 1901 possibly is it um, oh no that's that's Phoenix I'm so stupid oh no
0: you're thinking alphabetical or whatever yeah Um. let's see Passion Fruit <laughs> there's a band bigger called Passion, Passion Fruit, Fruit than Passion it was Sleepyhead dude this one little... Dude, everything
1: is going to the beat
0: and I'd be like on 30 milligrams of Ambien just playing Civilization fighting it like and everything felt like a dream
1: yeah That's no, and that's a trippy song in itself. (laughs) That's a trippy song, and it's like, so you'd be fighting it, like, and you're just like listening to this trippy music and like looking at these crazy graphics. Oh, yeah, and like you're like, like, I'm building
0: civilizations in front of me. Like,
1: you're like, dude, stop. Because I was was the guinea pig for my psychiatrist for a long time. Like, that's crazy. Still, he'll try, um, like I love him to death, um, but still, like, he'll try to push meds on me. Yeah, of course, that's his and job. I'm have, like, that's big pharma. Yeah, which we exactly, because I'm sure bit. they come in and they talk to him, and they give him the whole spiel. Um, sell this,
0: we're going to give you this percentage? Yeah,
1: well, he tries to, like, and he knows that I'll take the bait because I'm like, anything to help me. Now I'm on a regimen of medication that actually, like, I don't feel the need to change. So I don't, like, I don't take the samples from him anymore, but, like, he, he would push, like... I used to
0: take all the samples back. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, so, like... Every time I go, he's like, try this Trentelix. And then the next time I go, he's like
0: The last the last thing I uh tried was or not tried, but I saw someone take samples of that did not work out well was Vibrid.
1: Okay, so I got samples of vibrid too. And Do not that think just that
0: is a good drug at all.
1: Obviously there's something going on like people just
0: if it they sell Vibrid...
1: Right. It's, but it's not good for you. It's, it's really bad. And I I've had a seen bad a lot reaction. Of mood
0: stabilizers, because after that, I was prescribed. Uh, I think, believe Lexapro. I, the other one I was, we were talking about earlier. There's was Ceroquil. Oh, Ceroquil. dude, no, big stuff, blue pills. Yes,
1: that stuff makes me trip though. Okay, like it makes now, me really, it feel
0: crazy. Oh, I hated all of them. It
1: whenever. They like, do you remember you, when I cut my hair? <laughs> Like that's because they took Seroquel, no, and I was prescribed that. Yeah, I was prescribed I was like three hundred milligrams a
0: night. Yeah, there's like no, I know, and they're like, let it build up in your systems, and you'll actually feel it work. It's like seriously. And I got off. I got off Seroquel as soon as I could. Oh I yeah, whenever
1: I cut my hair, it was like. Um, and you I noped of, right out of there because you just,
0: you were out of your mind. You're like was, Britney Spears in 07?
1: dude. I was so out of my mind that like I woke up after I don't know maybe twelve hours, and I walked into my bathroom and like I just I was like so tired I just like felt hair on my feet, huh. and I like opened my eyes because I guess I wasn't like o- like awake. All the way because so
0: I, dr- I was, I was, in your hands.
2: Yeah, I
1: woke up and I'm like, I there's feet, there's hair all over my feet, and I like put my hands on my head like that, and I just fucking screamed because it was like I chopped my hair off. Um, and I looked in the mirror, um, and it was, it was fucked up.
0: Was that Requiem Requiem for a Dream, maybe? The it mom was, d- that goes to that shit.
1: Yeah. She, when she, they gave her like speed. Yeah. Like
0: prescribed she's, she's speed. watching it. And next thing you know, she's like losing her hair. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. That was
1: some trippy shit. That yeah. was a good movie though. The song from that
0: movie. Ev- yeah. Everyone loves it. Na-na-na. Everyone loves that producer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what? Ev- no, everyone. <laughs> everyone, but <laughs> no, you, why no, don't no, you no. like him? No,
0: he's, he's great. He's great. I, I put speck on his name. <laughs> Um, so, oh, um, after, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say like, um, I want to go ahead and talk about the first time that I ever experienced like a real panic attack, um, like that manifested from stress, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, depression, everything together, kind of, um, coming, coming to a head and, and boiling over. So, um, the first time that, I don't know if you remember, like, but I remember exactly where I was. Like, um, I don't know if you said before, like previously, <laughs> the first time you masturbated. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you remember when 9-11 happened? You, you remember, remember where you were? <laughs> and the first time you made yourself bust your own nut, um. you'll never forget.
1: Um, so I was, uh, <laughs> I was going to take the Sometimes SAGs. both in
0: classrooms. When I, <laughs> For our age.
1: when I, when I had a panic attack, not when I first, <laughs> yeah, <that is. laughs> I was going to a classroom and it was, um, I was fine. Like normally I was a really outgoing kid in high school. I was, um, very, um, energetic and like I had a lot of friends. Um, I didn't really fit in with a certain group of people. I kind of just like mm-hmm. talked to everybody. Um, cause yeah. I was, th- I was the mascot of the school. Um, no, you were not. Yeah, I was. Like you yeah. wore the. I wore the suit. No! I was the ram. That's awesome. But the thing is, Dom our mascot, so awesome. <laughs> our mascot was the Rams, and ram, ram is a boy. So like, I, know, but I like they had, had to make it a girl. But we couldn't like make it a sheep. So like it had to be I was Rambolina and I had like I had a cheerleader costume and everything. I was the I I was the mascot. As a person with social anxiety, to be in a really big costume, like just facing a bunch of you
0: masked yourself with the costume, but you were so social. I
1: was still I still had to be social, like and communicate in a way. You liked
0: it. You just had to be Yeah. And it was
1: fine because I didn't have to talk to
0: people. Kids fucked with me a lot. Before we forget it, I swear to God, if you ever, <laughs> ever drop a rap album and you're not How Rambolina, you know? <laughs> I'm out of this. I'm out of this business forever.
1: How did you know?
0: Is that your alter ego?
1: Yeah. You. I didn't want you, you to tell anybody, fire? but here we are. You spit hot um, fire. Edit that out. I, I. spit hot fire. I spit okay. that hot fire.
0: All right, Rambolina. <laughs> so that. You did that the entire time in high school.
1: Yeah. Well. Okay. So my junior year, I didn't. Um, sophomore, see, freshman year, How I was did in you pep squad. Just try out for that? Um, because I was in pep squad and I wanted to be on dance team, but the girls were all really mean. So I was like, I don't want to do this, like, and be with a bunch of mean girls because I couldn't do it. Like, yeah. now watching Vanderpump Rules, I'm like, damn it, like, fuck, I wish I would have been one of those bitches, like, because they're bad, but like. I couldn't do it. (laughs) So (laughs) I couldn't handle. Because they're bad. Because they're bad, but I couldn't handle my shit. So um, I was like, I don't want to be on dance team, but I want to stay within the, like, kind of within that, um, doing that activity. Yeah, exactly. And so. I just—they were like, "Why don't you try out for mascot?" And there was a guy that did it—a gay guy that did it—and there was um, a gay guy that was in theater. So he was like really into musical theater, and he helped me train and oh, like nice. prepare for my oh, um, yeah. tryout. Oh you still know this guy? No, I don't. Oh, unfortunately. dude, you should reach but out
0: should, to him. But I should—I
1: should catch up to him and, and, and like, figure hey, out where
0: he's it's at because Rambolina <laughs> and I miss he you, dude. He was Rambo.
1: He was <laughs> so, Rambo. More Rambolina, dude. Yeah, yeah. And uh Yes, dude. Yeah, it was amazing. So um I did my little tryout or whatever. I uh happened you to be the mascot and really a lot of the time um I just had a free period during my junior year, which I needed a lot because um I was on meds for ADHD, I was taking Vyvanse. Mm-hmm. So I was oh really f- I was really fucked out of my mind Vyvanse a lot of the time.
0: Like, makes you feel like a truck driver. No, I just I literally
1: I literally couldn't stop. I was just all the time Mm, going, mm. going, going, going in. Whatever I was focusing on was the thing. Like, it was like I was all about it. So, like, that medicine kind of overtook my life. I didn't like it so much because it changed so many aspects of my personality. Yeah. That I was just like, like, I decided not to take it after a while. But um, I was on it for a while. I needed that mental break. In um, that free period, but I also had to spend that time thinking of ways to like overcome my social anxiety when it was time to be the mascot and like it, like I had to think of like when you had you to know, be Ramblina, yeah,
0: yeah, because I had to face your the boots on, get yes, out there and
1: big girl pants put do on the, the show. face, yeah, do the thing, and uh, I did for the most part. I, I did it. Um, I I did it the whole year. I stuck it out. Um, That's so
0: awesome. You should. Get a tattoo of a ram. On I here.
1: should, right? <laughs> but it, and on the Chinese calendar, I'm a ram, like the, one of those that's a, things. That's like, a,
0: yeah, that's a double.
1: Mm-hmm. You gotta go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like how you have the sriracha.
0: Yes, I, like <laughs> I need spicy an animal. Chicken.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> oh, I God. need a ram on me somewhere. Yeah.
0: They always what? told me just tattoo what you like. A taramp. So a stamp. A tra-
1: ram. ram. So, I was okay, going to get a Lone Star.
0: <laughs> I was going to get a Lone Star tramp stamp. Thank God I didn't.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Thank God. I'll so, still, I mean, I'll still get a tramp stamp. It'll probably be a butterfly, though. If it's not, oh probably God. a cardinal. <laughs> you've so, thought about anyway. this a lot. <laughs> I feel like
1: you've thought about this a lot. <laughs>
0: It'll um, probably be, like, cardinal or butterfly. Probably flying <laughs> together. Um,
1: like a red, like, are you talking about well, red like, bird? a red yeah, bird? Yeah, like, like,
0: the base, like, right, like, the backdrop r- of the tramp stamp is a cornucopia, and yeah. there's like a bunch of like fruits coming out yeah. of it. And there's like a cardinal flying over it. If
1: you get a red bird, <laughs> I'll get a blue bird for like <laughs> J, Jordan, J bird, blue J,
0: J bird, J
1: Jordan, yeah. J
0: butterfly up in the tree J- top.
1: <laughs> Oh, you spit <laughs> hot fire? <laughs>
0: Dude, speaking of hot fire, cuisines
1: cuisine.
0: Your ramen, you like you like the spice? Do you turn it up or do you not? Uh, okay. How do you so, take your ramen?
1: So, okay, I know this is an intense question, but let me explain and I can give you an answer. I'll give you an answer. Okay. And I know you're gonna disapprove because you like spicy shit. Okay, not always. but, but if
0: it compliments, I like it.
1: Okay. But I, I get don't the do non.
0: It for the sake of,
1: it. I get the not. I get the not as spicy stuff, and I get the spice on the side, like a spice bomb. <laughs> so you
0: because said. the non the spicy spicy. The not no. <laughs> I agree.
1: <The> non-
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so Italian.
1: The non the spicy. The non stuff. The spicy stuff. Um, I get the non spicy stuff, and um, I, I can like usually. Um, I'll ask them to bring me stuff on the side because it's too hot for me. Um, like, cause so I can't enjoy my experience fully if every orifice in my face is like okay. leaking. See, if I'm crying and my nose is running, then I can't like.
0: I agree with you with this because my dad likes going to get Indian food or Thai food together, right? Yeah, and he always asks. There's this one place off Huebner <laughs> by USA. <laughs> He always asked the lady to make it spicier. She got so pissed, she even brought chilies from her own garden and <laughs> gave them, which she's planted in his, in our backyard, at my parents' house now. And I go eat with them, and he gets to turn up to a level that's not even on the menu. And I'm just like, oh, I'll take it like a two, right? Like, and I enjoy it, and it's spicy. Yeah. He's over here, nose running, he, crying. Eyes just I'm red looking and at flamed. him like, dude did like Agent Orange just drop <laughs> in the middle of this fucking dining room right now? But that's the way he likes it. That's the way he likes
1: it. I, you're like suffering. You like you. People like that. I don't understand. They, they eat food that punishes them. Oh, like God, they I just. I cannot just, uh, even And <laughs> I'm
0: <imagine. laughs> lactose intolerant. So even to cool it down <laughs> or milk too. would be the worst explosion of anything out of an orifice. <laughs> I- A bunch of milk and spicy foods. (laughs) Line them up.
1: I have way too many stories. I will not, I'm not going to touch on that, but I have way (laughs) too many stories about like sacrificing for lactose intolerance because I've done it too many times. I I
0: do it for ice cream.
1: Yeah. I do it, yeah, for mochi especially. Um, Mochi, I could do. Like, I
0: could do mochi. Mochi is like a snack.
1: It still fucks me up. It's still yeah. bad to me. Um,
0: I do, I do my for some. The last time I drank whole blood. milk
1: was a terrible experience, and I'm not going to talk about it. But True. it was a once in a lifetime I w- thing.
0: I wish there was the audience here. It'd be like, uh, anyone out there who drank whole milk last, who had a good experience? <laughs> There'd be one asshole <laughs> raise his hand and he'd be like, I drink a glass of whole milk every day, and I got stronger bones. That's why my mom says I'm beefy, and I'd be like, ah. Uh. <laughs> And that's uh-huh. be it, yep. <laughs> Fucking it. Whole milk does nothing, dude. Fucks you up. You're not supposed to be drinking milk after this no, age. No,
1: I don't. I don't know what I was thinking. Human beings should not
0: drink milk after the age of 13 at the most. If I you're was like, baby. it's gonna be
1: filling. It's like a breakfast thing. I do it for ice cream. And glass. so, like, I drink it, and it was just a horrible mistake. Like, I'll never make that mistake. It was a one-time mistake because I'll never make that mistake again. Uh,
0: okay. Crazy thing that I okay that led into always being manic. Okay, so I, I'm always manic. D- depression, it's more if I want to be depressed, it's because I'm like trying to find like inspiration to write music, which I just think is so fucking stupid when people do that. shit. Like, <laughs> I listen to sad songs, but I'm still a happy person. Yeah, for me to write a sad song though, I don't have to throw myself into it. Di- I used to, yeah, it used to be like one of my methods of like. I'm going to find creativity. I'm going to throw myself into a shitty position and I'll be inspired to write it. Yeah. No, called be better songwriter, you know? And I wasn't, okay? I wasn't. You could be a happy person, writes head songs happy as shit, all right? Just be better at it, all right? Mm -hmm. So, but I was feeling a lot of these things, though. <laughs> what the fuck so when i was feeling like i think so i was going through the anxiety dude and uh <laughs>
2: i did
1: it. i ran into it with my face
0: dude that's all right dude i move my my nose a lot we're know.
1: getting very close
0: this is this Hello? is my pop though you know so, <laughs> okay. and then, so uh diet was a thing that most doctors would say oh you just have generalized anxiety
2: mm-hmm. and a
0: lot of times it was my blood sugar spiking and me not knowing it right and it feeling like a heart attack and feeling like yeah something crazy because the best way i've ever learned to explain how anxiety feels to someone who's never experienced it i always say imagine walking like you're in a city you don't know imagine walking down a dark alley by yourself. That feeling all the time.
1: Yeah, it's or just stress. Or in
0: heavier levels of it yeah. or lighter levels of it.
1: And it's the worst when you don't know where it's coming from. Exactly. Um, When you can't pinpoint it and, like, um like nail it down. Like, this is why I'm anxious. Because then mm-hmm. you can kind of, um you don't really have to fight it, but you can cope with it. Because I've learned that fighting yeah. it's kind of not good either. But uh, it's very stressful for your body, too. Um, True. But I think, like, not being able to know what you're actually stressed about is one of the most anxiety inducing things yeah. because you're like you're you're just racking your brain trying to figure it out and like like i don't know about you but like as an anxious person i live in a what if world sometimes so it's just like what if this what if that yeah and like of i course. try to, everything is an
0: option yeah because also everything is free game in my yeah. head like that's the way my like mental
1: and that's just
0: product is is like I'm orchestrating whatever. Yeah. If I could, like, I'm one of those weird fucking psychos that's on the road. I'm in the right lane on cruise control, right? Like a mile under the speed limit. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I could just fucking turn this into the lane and just fuck the whole world up. Yeah. But I don't.
1: It's a little bit about control, I think. "Ah." About that, like that, when you get that feeling. I think it's a little bit about control because... Um, But that's
0: uh, that's how I know I feel I'm fully alive because I'm not afraid of dying.
1: You're also being very manic in that moment, probably. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) I I run manic often. Yeah. Which is a beautiful thing to me is because it feels so euphoric to be manic.
1: Right. Because you feel like you have motivation for... And I know it's like they... You know, I've taken medicine for this for years. So I know what manic feels like. And like... When people try to tone it down and calm it down, like that's great when you get a cure for the depression part or like a, yeah. um, a bandaid for the depression. But like when you get that manic tone down, it's a little bit discouraging because when you're so up there and like motivated, you, you feel. Goals. Yeah, you exactly. High you, goals. That you feel like you can actually reach.
0: Yeah, because you're in your mind, you're Superman.
1: Yeah. And, like, it, I've definitely had days where, like, or times, I guess, in my life, I should say, where, like, I've had days in a row up to weeks of being manic. And then crashing, though. Yeah, like, not cra- not being able to, like, Which uphold. Was like
0: between four or five days. And yeah. Then,
1: and then crashing because yeah. you, you can't for, for, you know, up to a week or so because you can't handle... I've crashed yeah. for a couple weeks, I know, like be just being depressed, um, especially as a teenager and like feeling very lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, we have I mean, technology plays into this very well because now we have um, at like our fingertips, we have our friends um, or people we feel like we can connect yes. with, um, with with with. You, you can grab like
0: f- even with FaceTime yeah a beautiful thing just to see like people overseas can FaceTime their uh-huh. family and see their kids yeah and not feel just alone as, simple as we can FaceTime friends exactly
1: yeah and we're in an age of of that being uh, when I remember when that was first starting and I had like msn messenger or oh yeah, like AIM, ex- yeah, yeah yeah or like xbox live or something like and yeah. i would wake up and like get on that or get on one of those um platforms and like feel like i was less alone because there was people there to talk yeah, to you were in the
0: community yeah
1: and i feel like that's like we're the age of the internet because of that like we grew up like yeah. having company on the, like my best friend, I met her when I was twelve on the internet, and she's from Louisiana. <laughs> we've met so each dope. we've met each other probably four or five times now, like in, in real life? life, and our families know each other. Like like their families come down and stayed with mine. Like they're like she's my friend, my best. She's my sister. Like she's very yeah. very close to me. We talk every, and we're very close because we talk every day over the phone, like over text. So we have to keep in contact. Over the phone because That's we're five hundred miles away. That's a good
0: thing to have. Yeah, but you know how I am though. Like this, if I had a, if I'm talking about like a relationship or a friendship like that, yeah, text makes sense. Yeah, but oh my god, yeah, you know, yeah. I I, I <laughs> am about texting. to start wars. <laughs> first off, if with you want ostr- to face
1: the ostriches and then now oh,
0: I'm going to uh, and Vers- everyone knows. I hope you're on my side because we're going to solve the Middle East with this.
1: I got you with that.
0: Um, <laughs> I first off. Facebook messages, no, 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 no. I never
1: check it, so t- don't messages? get mad at me no. when I don't fucking respond because I don't check it. I'm sorry. Like, and then, okay, ugh. texting,
0: okay, so I'm going to sit here. It's going to take 20 minutes to get a simple conversation across. First off, let me just hear your voice, dude. But no, that's part ho- of you boom, having, like, boom, boom, like boom, your mind that
1: strays, though. That's like, also...
0: And also I think it's a tourist thing too. Yeah. It's oh boom, like, sure. boom, boom. Yes, boom. it is. You want to
1: get to the point. Yes, boom. Come on. You can get why? it done. Yeah. Why with the bullshit? Yeah.
0: <laughs> why not pass the fucking knees? No yeah. shins, dude. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, that is more like I've lost my depression. Yeah. The older I've gotten.
1: And you can. I
0: feel like i I I felt more blessed. I think the older I've gotten. I felt like um Things I took for granted when I was younger, for Definitely. sure. Definitely, Yeah, that.
1: And you start thinking a lot, especially probably as a person with anxiety, you get in your head oh, a yeah. lot. And you start yeah. thinking about different possibilities. And like um, when you're older, I think it's easier to. Um, If your mental illness doesn't get worse, that is, I think it's easier to put yourself in the now and like the reality of things. And like, instead of like thinking of every possible outcome, you can kind of rule out the most unrealistic ones Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, this is probably what my life is going to be like. Um, And I think that's like, like, do you
0: still feel you can orchestrate it any way you want, though?
1: Um, I mean, no, because... You like, think it's
0: predestined, though? Like,
1: Well, I, I don't know. I have a hard time with that. I feel like... Me, okay, you remember how, like, Goosebumps books? Like, yeah. if you chose, like, <laughs> one thing, it would end a different yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like maybe... It's like
0: RPGs that do that.
1: Right. Like, remember when I almost yes choked to, to death? Say yeah. the shopkeeper. Ra- remember when I almost choked to death? I feel like in one life, I cho- I died, and, like, I just... Like, now I haunt this place on your, on your floor for the rest of your life. That's but, all like, right, dude. But, like... I feel like maybe sometimes there's I'm different glad choices. i that didn't
0: die, though. First off, side uh, note.
1: Me too. Yeah, that was a.
0: And then that you was chose you chose not to chew it all the way, and then you, and then you choked to death.
1: Yeah, I so could
0: have died. So you pressed B instead of A. I
1: did. Yeah, and I didn't get help. Nobody helped me, so I I'm died.
0: Fucking, I, I'm like maneuvered <laughs> the shit.
1: You did great. You you did great. If I like after that, if, if someone's choking
0: on meat in this house, dude, I'm gonna help him out. Yeah.
1: Dude. Dom gave me the Heimlich straight up because I was choking on <laughs> fucking wagyu beef. Is that what you?
0: <laughs> is
1: that how you say it? You it?
0: It's the American version of wagyu. Oh. Well, that's gonna go off into a whole other tangent. <laughs> um.
1: I really right. choked there, um, and yes, that was you um, almost died. That was yeah. A, I was losing consciousness, and like I, I gave almost gave up. But you guys were there for me, <laughs> so I didn't. Yeah,
0: dude. Honestly, this is so weird to say right now. Yes, you almost died eating wagyu beef on our floor. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> i can't I write
1: this did. stuff i really almost did it. it's not something and like i thought about life for days after that like i like reflected like hard because i really almost died dom like yeah, i know i'm looking you, you in the I eyes know. and i'm telling you i almost i know but
0: i was trying to be <laughs> calm about it I was to be everybody calm about was
1: it. i stood up because to michelle someone, and i looked at michelle and i was like I i'm said, choking like clear as day i, know. I was and like i'm joking knows,
0: everyone knows you were choking you were dying But if I freaked – first off, I'm the (laughs) one here. If I freak out and the owner of the house is freaking out, everyone's going to freak out. Yeah. Don't need that because we're still cooking more Wagyu over there. Okay? (laughs) Now, you just – and then you would freak out, start hopper ventilating. It would go down. I almost did. I I
1: think that's what I – just
0: kept a chill and then a little hump and then a little hump and then a little hump and then turn over and then –
1: Michelle slapped the shit out of my back and it just like good, dude. It was that Heimlich and that good smack and it just came came right out. You
0: it know. was awful.
1: I was seeing like well, my the, vision. You got
0: was the Mario and Luigi doctors right there. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> good shit. Oh glad my you're god. Alive. Me too. Glad I'm glad alive. I'm alive
1: to wear this Pokemon robe.
0: Yes, dude. It's so I love that robe so much.
1: Yeah. And it's really awesome because I've been playing um Let's Go Pikachu. On Nintendo Switch, very nice. Um, and it's real. It's Cash is Cash is my son. Um, he, you know, uh, he's been playing. His favorite game is Mario Odyssey. I
0: haven't played that. But game.
1: he's been playing Let's Go Pikachu, and he like I'll get home. And like he's been home for two hours from school and he's like beat all these towns. And he's like, I got I learned surf or I taught Pikachu surf. Nice. And now I can like go to Fuchsia City and like all yes. this stuff. And he's like talking about it. He can't. But it's fucking... bringing
0: you back. to Yes. So and so
1: I'm like he goes to sleep and I just like snatch it and start playing yes. it. Because like he'll he'll so be like, nostalgic. he'll be like, Mom, how do you always beat people in battles? And I told him straight up, I was like, because I've been playing Pokemon since I was a agl- Little kid. Hell
0: yeah. Like,
1: I've been, I'm the OG. Like, I'm playing, you're lucky Dude, right now.
0: Can I show you some super cool? Yeah, for sure. All right. Hold up. <laughs> we got to keep the mic going. I don't know how to. What? Give me, give me two seconds. Okay, go. Here, we'll, 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 play it. we'll play We could just pause it and be
1: cordial.
2: We could. Or, let's
0: put coming back from intermission. Uh, here we are. <laughs> now, this is something I bought. I bought it for someone as a gift, but I selfishly wanted it myself as well. But it ended up not becoming a gift for somebody. You kept it. Yep. <laughs> Dude, check this out. Alright. So this is a black Alright, Dom b- brought a
1: box. Dom brought out a box for all of you guys who are listening um and it has a pokeball on it that's like gold <laughs> and black. oh my God
0: <laughs> dude isn't is isn't this like the Pokemon nerd's dream?
1: Holy shit, holy shit this yeah, is cool. dude. I wish you guys could see this. this is amazing. this is like okay, so he's got like little like eight little pokeballs um and they all have like a jewel
0: and they're in they, the middle they fit for a necklace. Like,
1: oh my God. Dude. Yeah. Why don't you, like, carry one of these on a keychain or something? No. You think it's too valuable? Like, you're going to leave them in there and, like, what are you going to do? Look at you with your glass of wine. You just look so pensive. Like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know exactly what I'm going to do with them. Because I bought them with the intention because it's a necklace. So I bought with the intention of giving to this woman to wear his necklaces. Yeah. But now I just want to kind of keep them not as a collector's item, but kind of just like a little treasure chest, you know? All right,
1: well, if you ever it's get like rid of these, you think chest. of me. You give you, me one. Do you think Because I, I would okay. wear one the of The only way
0: I'd get rid of it is if, is if I die. And first off, <laughs> the the legend with the Pokemon well, I mean, bar key. That. that thing came that, back around. I
1: think I still have that. No, you don't. Where is it? Did I give it back to you? I gave it back to you. Go get it. Oh my God. No, no, no. It was in my drawer. You guys, it was in my drawer for years. Um, This bar key that Dom gave me when I worked at Fast Studies. He gave me a Pokemon bar key. Um, I remember it has Bulbasaur on it. Um, Oh, my remember God. This is... Oh! Remember that thing? This is crazy. Oh, Blastoise and... V- oh, my God. Venusaur!
0: I did oh this one God. chick that was super controlling, and she, like, convinced me it was smart enough to cut all my holograms up and put them on a bar key, I had I this in
1: my drawer for years, dude.
0: I remember, like, giving it to you at the bar to like, be like, hey, years. use this in, like you know i don't know yeah. give me another margarita please <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, but no it it just And came then around. but
1: but shortly after i went to the hospital so i wasn't yeah. like i had it like kept my they kept it for me at work and then i remember going back to get it and it was in my drawer at home for a long time until i gave it back to you that's intense yeah i remember the reason i thought i still had it is cuz i remember i can i have like a photographic memory of seeing that shit every day yeah Wow, amazing. Amazing little Pokeball collection there.
0: Yeah, this one's fun, though. Okay. That's crazy to look at. It's like a <laughs> a fossil.
1: It really is. It's so nuts. I it's been it's, so many places. Dude, We've seen it's so many things.
0: So many stories. you ever think about that? Um, in the service industry that we've both done so much, that you're out of it and you're for huge media, big media. You we're know. not going to talk about it, but big media. and uh, All of you know it.
1: All of you have it. I won't say what it is, but, you know, call now me Now you're crushing
0: it. it with that, so that's dope. <laughs> but Before you're crushing that, you were popping cans with that. And, uh, that's right. The service industry, the bar top, you meet the most breakdown for me – because there's a lot of mental illness at a happy hour. Yes. I will tell you that uh,
1: it is like a party for mental illness, like in an AA meeting. Um, that's somewhere wh- where there's like a, a lot of people with a lot of mental issues without alcohol. If you take that shit out, but put them in a place where they can drink. They all start talking. Yep. Um, a lot of them have some kind of PTSD. A lot of them served in the war. You've got a lot of vets that yep. come in and drink. Um, people that drink during the daytime drink to get drunk and forget the traumatic experiences that they've had or the shitty life that they have. Um, mm. Some people just come in and they want to forget you know, their everyday, so they come in and drink. Um, for some people, it's like a real habit. Uh, like, that's not going to die easy. No, it so. becomes
0: part of, like, that's just their life. Yeah, it's a, it's a routine. just rotates around that. Yeah,
1: it's a type of routine that can happen. A lot of them have
0: residual income, too, to where it's, uh-huh. they don't have to work. Yeah. They can do that. Yep. Um,
1: I had a guy come in um, to meet- the establishment that I used to work at, and he uh, he would ask me to trade him shots for a specific um, medication that he could only get because he had cancer. Mm. And he didn't want to take this med because it made him feel fucked up. So he would give me the med and I would give him a shot. Like, I didn't really ask him for it, but he wanted to give something. Um, And he didn't have money. He stayed at the hotel, you know, next door. um, And he would just walk over and you could tell that he had a lot more wrong with him yeah. um, than just having cancer. But he had his own way of medicating. Yeah. He was kind of already past that point of um, getting help, really. He had but his own But there's that way. point,
0: and you can admit with yourself too, there's points where you don't take the samples, you don't try the new shit. You just, like, there's times where we're like, okay, even, like, with my diet, it's like, it's so genetic It's like, I'm probably going to get it anyways. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. You're like, I'm I'm predisposed to it. You know, I've been, and so like I caught everything early, but it's like, why? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I I stick to the diet and that's great. Yeah.
1: And that matters a lot, actually. Um, I know a lot of people that suffer from like really intense anxiety um, and they change their diet. Um, and changing oh, your diet, it changes your whole life. Uh, you have
0: no clue, like how much sodium affects your heart. Yeah,
1: and how like it really, really, really a, truly affects how you uh, feel. Like an
0: egg McMuffin. If I had an egg McMuffin right now, by the way, I've been eating for the last almost month now.
1: It would so fuck your body up, throw dude, you into I some would, shit.
0: I would start sweating. I would think it was yeah. having anxiety attack. Yeah. Would, so
1: that's why, like, when you like, okay, personally, I have a love hate relationship <sighs> with caffeine. Um, I cannot drink, like, I can't drink coffee if I'm in a manic, like, type of... I can only um, drink
0: coffee if I take a colada pin.
1: Yeah, same. Or, or I get so jittery that it throws me into a loop and, and mentally I'm not okay. Like, I'm... Uh, and physically, you know, I'm sweating. Yeah. and Like, caffeine is very sensitive for me, but I do have, like, a slight addiction to it to where... I can I'd have a doctor, do. like a, a Dr Pepper in a day, and then like that's all I need. But mean, it used I need to that. be
0: like cigarette, coffee, sit on the patio. I got cigarettes. Oh, when out I of my smoked,
1: life. I lo- when I smoked cigarettes, I love to it's the best thing. To coffee and coffee. It's amazing.
0: Coffee and cigarettes, coffee and or cigarettes and beer. Cigarettes when you get in your car. Yes. cigarettes... Before dude, a meal, cigarettes. cigarettes after a meal, yes. cigarettes. When your favorite song plays, <laughs> cigarettes. After sex, <laughs> cigarettes. During it, and and then cigarettes. When you die, dude. Oh my
1: god! I when I smoked, there were occasions that what was your what was your,
0: me. what was your what was your t- I smoked Camel Lights for a long time.
1: Mar Marlowe Red One Hundreds.
0: Oh sweet Jesus! So You're ca- another cowboy, one of these fucking cow- cowgirl killers, killers. <laughs> dude. You. <laughs> Women that... Dude, I'm going to tell you this right now, dude. This is a 100% fact, dude. Oh, Women...
1: This is a bro, 100% bro dude,
0: fact. I, Jordan, I'm sorry for this one, but I'm going to have to lay it on you heavy. Don't lay
1: it on me.
0: Women that smoke Marlboro Red 100s are 100% likely to own a ton of turquoise jewelry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay? That's the main demographic. That dude, is the dude. main demographic dude it really
1: is i cannot oh. argue that it is a <laughs> it's a genetic thing it's a white trash thing to do but i did it and i wanted when i went for that journey i wanted to go for it as hard as i could and i was like you know what go hard or go home bitch so that's i like that, got marlowe red 100s and i was like this is what i'm gonna this is me now this is me now this is me now yeah i, I
0: can change yeah
1: I, I and I really loved reinvented it. Reinvented yourself. I love to smoke. I on breakout work, I love to smoke. Um, driving, I love to smoke. But you know, I, I, I still had to put it, it away. Like, I, I do too. I really do too. But it hurt me. And I knew in my head, like, I knew I was like, you know what? When I was seven years old, I asked my mom. To stop smoking, and like I threw her pack of cigarettes out the window. And so then, like, if I was gonna be that advocate for it, like, why was I changing now? And like, yeah. what what morals did Super I need to train. put back in yeah. place? So I switched that up and and quit because I was like, never mind. That's awesome. Like, yeah, but I do miss it sometimes. <laughs> I, I really... like when
0: everyone's like everything in moderation. So yeah. like, I mean, it used to be a pack a day for eight years. Yeah, you know, a pack a day for eight years is a long as time, dude. Yeah. With everything. And then w- now when I quit is when wine started smelling better. Yeah. Food tasted better. Exactly. And I got better at my job. Yes. And then you're, you're that's when a, I started becoming when a When that doesn't
1: become a focal point, when that doesn't become something that you revolve your schedule around, because it um, cigarettes play a lot into your time management. Oh, it is. Um, like You want you, that
0: 15-minute break. Yeah. You want that little 15 minutes before your See, coffee. See, in the
1: in the place that I was in, and I want to, like, I'll just um, – I'll just introduce it this way. I, I had a really bad panic attack um, a little over a year ago. I ended up hurting myself in the process. process. I called the self-help line, um, and I, I voluntarily checked myself into a place. Um where Very I, smart, though, do. Where I wish I wouldn't have gone. I mean, I hurt myself in the process, so I, it's, it's yes, like... Yes, well, I most people don't even
0: seek that much help to do that. Yeah,
1: but I was like, there's something wrong, and plus, I'm a mom, and so I can't be... I cannot be that person, so I was like, I have to get help. And I didn't know they were going to come whisk me away and, like, take me to a place, but, like, that's where I went. And, like, mm-hmm. you could... You only went outside, really, if you ha- if you smoked cigarettes. So I had, like... Yeah. I <laughs>
0: You're like someone in the '70s. It's like I'm gonna smoke a cigarette just so I can get a. That's exactly break. no. That's yeah. exactly. I was like, yeah.
1: that there's that scene in the office where um, Kelly, she's like, "Why do you smokers get a break? Like, I'll take up smoking. I'll do it. Yeah. Like, and and I was like, I, I did work that because like I and it it was also such a stressful environment, um, being around. Uh, People, a lot of
0: people that are on edge there's so many people high energy and so much high energy
1: and they're all either withdrawing from something or they're like really mentally not there like they're not okay um so being around that energy is very exhausting especially when the you know the authorities are all around you and you want help um i i remember talking to a therapist and her kind of realizing that i wasn't the type of cra- like crazy I'm not these, that everyone else yeah. in that place was i was in there and i was like yeah i need help and she's like you yeah, know i think you're you, you just need to talk to a, a psychologist or a psychiatrist yeah, you know yeah. you need to go to, to therapy and stuff like, um you know like when to- i
0: was like handcuffed to the hooker and the pimp and the fucking magistrate <laughs> like i don't need to I be here i don't
1: belong here i'm
0: not a hooker <laughs> or a pimp. Yeah,
1: exactly I yes do- Yes.
0: I hit a curb.
1: You exactly. Yes. And you make a mistake and you end up in a place like that and you're like, okay, Uh, where did I go wrong and where can I back up and fix it? So um, I kind of I did a lot of.
0: And you wanting to means that you're self-aware that. Well, as soon as I
1: as soon as I checked myself in that place, I wanted out like I was just like, I don't want to be in here. But then I kind of you settle into the idea that you're. They're trying to put you in a routine. They're trying to get food in your belly on a regular basis because mm-hmm. you know you've been neglecting yourself. Like as a result of my anxiety, um, I developed really bad panic disorder. Um, at that time, I had PTSD uh, from you know an incident that occurred in my life. Um, I I had ADHD, bipolar, two generalized anxiety, um, PMDD. I I suffer from anxious tics. Um
0: what's your tick? I is, have mine.
1: So I I just kinda like clench my my fists. Mm. Like I'll ball up my fists and clench them. And so, yeah. um, like it's just like a shaking thing. Yeah. Um and Cash, my son, he has Tourette's. And like that comes from parents that have um disorders like OCD, um, depression. High,
0: high energy, high yes, cerebral.
1: Exactly. So his dad i can't I can't speak for his dad, but I can tell you that he is a very anxious person um and he you know I won't disclose anything about him except for the fact huh. that he is he did contribute that as well, and that's where that came from you know and 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 I am very high anxiety and very high energy yeah. um so that together made a child that is very he has ticks um You know, I recognized them when he was very young. I just has synapses going off constantly. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of the time, like, we just got him diagnosed uh, a couple of weeks ago. And he's had it his whole life, though. He's had ticks his whole life. Um, But starting school, uh, the kids the kids start to say something about it. Um, okay, they
0: pointed out. Somewhat,
1: yeah, a, a little kid. And kids are assholes sometimes. Yeah, because they don't um, know. Yeah, they don't know the difference. They don't, they're, they're just freaked out by it. They're <laughs> yeah. just like, oh shit, what's that? Um, you know, and he talked to a girl and the girl was like, I'm not going to talk to you again until you stop doing that ticking thing. Or that, you know, she didn't say that ticking thing, but that thing that you do. Yeah, yeah. And she did it and when he showed, he told me and he didn't have any idea what she was talking about. She was like, mm. I don't, he was like, I don't know what she was, what she was saying, but she yeah. said, you know, and I was like, it's okay. Like, it's no big deal. So I, you know, his, his school and I talked, we have a whole plan in place. He's doing really well. He's thriving that's at school. Um,
0: Dude, that's, you know, but such it's a good mother. That's yeah. Awesome.
1: No. Yeah. And you love being a mama. I do. I do. And I, I really do because, um, a lot of it, and a lot of it ties into having that mental disorder. When I was pregnant, um, I was taking a mood stabilizer called Lamictal. Um, I know what that and, is. W- and, and what it did basically was, it was a miracle drug for me for a while. I um, It lifted my mood very much. Um, it brought the, the line of depression. Like, if I was going to dip into depression, um, I would go like, this low but the lamictal brought it up to like here so i could only go to like this low um so the lamictal brought the the bar it It raised the the ceiling yeah exactly so um i didn't i couldn't get so depressed um but i also threshold yeah i also couldn't get so manic so i did miss that part of my personality a little bit because it's not you know it, it doesn't it didn't numb me completely and that's why i liked it
0: but um, it didn't make you want to, like, wild out Yeah. Or
1: well, while I was pregnant, they were like, you have to get off of that because it's a Class C, um, you know, drug, pre- you mm. know, pregnancy-wise, and that's a risk to the baby. So while I was, like, you know, in the first trimester, I was weaning off of this drug that made me feel normal. Hmm. So I was going God. through like all of this pregnancy, You're like all these
0: pregnancy and coming off yes. a mood stabilizer. And I was
1: sick the entire time. So I had this hyperemesis gravidarum that made me physically sick. So I was um, always in the bathroom, like throwing up. And then at the same time I was constantly shaking and I had anxiety and I couldn't eat because I was coming off of this medicine and like I was pregnant. So that wasn't cool. You know, I ended up losing twenty pounds. Uh,
0: You're supposed to like come off that stuff milligram by milligram. It yeah. should be like almost a year process. Yeah, and it and it, it, and it couldn't
1: be because I was risking, yeah. you know, and a lot of that. They say that. Yeah, and a lot of that. I'm like, I when I was when I got pregnant, I did not know that that medicine was posed a risk to pregnancy at all, um, and I wasn't expecting to be pregnant, so I. I didn't try to stop taking it um, until they determined that that wasn't good and and to pull me off of it mid-pregnancy that quickly, and it's it, dangerous exactly in that pre- and and it was almost cold turkey because it, it might as well have been because it was only maybe a month that it oh, took me to to actually come off. It takes
0: more than a month to come off benzos. Yeah. I try exactly. To, I tried to come off benzos in and three weeks were, and I almost killed myself. Yeah.
1: And they told me even during my pregnancy, they said it was okay to take a benzo every once in a while. Every what? Very oh, once okay.
0: So. Can't take Lamictal, but you can take yeah, a fucking. But, but I was taking
1: that thing every, I was taking that medicine every single day. That's and what I so, said. It builds
0: up almost like Seroquel yes, do. and exactly. And it builds body up in your. The to yeah. wean off.
1: And it takes about two and a half weeks um, to a month to start working, so they were like, "Okay, well, let's just wean her off in that amount of time." Hellish process, I will tell you, it was awful. Um, but I had cash. He's healthy. Um, I a lot of people, you know, like my family and stuff, they wonder if the medicine had anything to do with his Tourette's. But I, I tell them, I'm like, take a look at his dad, and look at me, yeah, and kind of like realize that I have like, I don't have Tourette's, but I have tics there. And, and I know because I've been suffering from them since I've had anxiety, Mm -hmm. since I can remember. Um, so, you know, having a child with Tourette's, I wasn't surprised. Um, when I, when the doctor was kind of explaining what he had, I was like, just say it. I was like, just say the diet, just say what it is. I know how
0: my child is. Yeah.
1: And he's like, he's like, yeah, it's Tourette's. So, and that's been a very um, eye-opening journey too um, because I'm realizing a lot of the OCD tendencies in myself.
0: You you see it in them young. Yeah. And you go, oh, I suffer from that young. Exactly. But no one saw it. Yes, no no one saw it.
1: Mm -hmm. And so I kind of grew up coping with these these things that I didn't know how to tell anybody about because they were anxious for me. For me, it's an anxious tick.
0: For me, private school made things really weird because i had ocd mm-hmm. and they would do these prayers and stuff over and over and all these little rituals and those rituals like got ingrained in my yeah. brain and then like when i grew up i still had these they became ticks yeah like yeah. i'll say the lord's prayer in my head like 20 times before i feel like all right i feel good to like and that's an take OCD a trait. shower right now yes you know what I mean? that is an ocd it's really trait weird, for sure but that was like in, ingrained in me
1: yeah, and there's like, I'll show you. Um, it's weird because a lot of people think they don't actually know how common Tourette's is. It's a very common disease um,
0: disorder. Well, I but I grew up with someone that had Tourette's. Yeah, I definitely know.
1: And and so like it's it comes from. It's just that people are not aware. Like you have a child with Tourette's, and then you have his mom that's such an anxious person in the first place. So do you like, I haven't slept in like five years because I am so concerned all the time mm-hmm. about my mm-hmm. kid. Um, it's, it's a mom thing. And I've d- come one to One of the biggest of it. things fine. that
0: my mother has ever told me, she says, you're my heart walking out of my body.
1: That's exactly how it feels. That's exactly how it feels. The one time that my child has ever gotten truly hurt and I was scared for his life. I don't remember like it was like a blur of everything. And I I like, OK, I pulled into I drifted into the fucking parking lot of the <laughs> hospital. I just Jeez. left my car there. Dude. Tokyo drifting Yes, in. I did. Because I was so stressed out and I just left my car there and there was a luckily there was some guy who came out of nowhere. He was like a freaking angel. He was a he was a valet guy.
0: Yeah, and they I call just, them valets. Yeah,
1: whatever they, whatever, whatever <laughs> so they. So call did, them no, angels. Whatever they are, so
0: call them valets. They,
1: he came ring. up to me. <laughs> he took my keys, and I grabbed my child, and I ran into the the room, and I'm like, "Look at him!" Because his eye was like popping out of his um, his uh, oh, face. Yeah, like yeah. he had run into Over a glass a table, and he had busted. Um, it was like a blood vessel, and it just popped out of his mm. his head. Um, and it looked so bizarre that the most primal instinct just took over, and I grabbed yeah, him and I ran into there. Um, it, it's nuts, like the the links you go to to protect your child, but I, sp- I think especially with. Um, someone with anxiety um, and hyper, like you're hyper aware of everything because I'm always in my head thinking. So yeah. like I act oh, on I, a whim. I always think
0: of like scenarios for everything. Yeah.
1: So I'm prepared. I feel like in every aspect. Like we're sitting like, right
0: now, but I like a scenario like I can you just kick that water. off. Like you I'm think like, of
1: there's every, there's so many possibilities you and you're like, dude, yeah. what if this, what if that? And I, so I'm prepared for like most things. And then something takes you by surprise and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. That's
0: true. That's we're going we're to take we're going to take a little Dom Caesar break real quick.
2: Let's Everyone
0: that's it. listening right now, I just want to make a shout out. Uh, talk about numbers in cities real quickly. I I want to shout out to San Antonio uh, since
1: San Antonio. I've always wanted to go there.
0: You have not been yet? No. Oh, been. you got to visit it. They have the river walk. No, but
1: on, on like on the real, I've never been to the Alamo.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: On our school trip, we went to every other mission and our bus broke down before we got to the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never been. I've just never Wherever been.
0: Whenever your bus broke down, they should have made it a mission. That's
1: not, a, that's not an excuse to have never been to the Alamo. Everybody go. I'm sorry. I don't know. Go to the it's, Alamo.
0: <laughs> the Alamo is not that exciting, to okay, be Okay, then don't
1: go. If you're a history buff, go.
0: I mean, a lot of people. A died there. If you're a tourist, do it. But we also live with SeaWorld and Fiesta Texas. We have so many crazy, cool destinations to go to. We just do it our entire lives, so we get bored of it. Like, I don't ever think about going to Fiesta Texas. I don't. It's right down the road. Yeah, it's right there. And people fly from all people fly from around the world to go to Schlitterbahn. I'm like, like why do you
1: why do you fly to be that hot? Dude, all because day.
0: they like chlorine Mexicans, dude. They
1: <laughs> and there's just so many people. I remember the last time I went to Schlitterbahn, it was packed. It was just like, and you're like in the water and you don't know what's in there. There's just so many people and you're like, whatever, the chlorine's killing it all. It burns the fuck out of my eyes. But let's, let's roll.
0: If you ever drink it when you're a kid and then you pee and it makes it burn... Oh, my God. What did my you mom, catch? Nothing, dude. <laughs> this, it was the Emerald Valley and Great Northwest. I would swim and drink too much of the water because I didn't care how I tasted it. Oh, my it. God. And then I would take pisses, and the chlorine run through me, and I would piss and feel like it was on fire. And I was, like, telling my mom that. So the doctor checked it when I was, like, eight. But the doctor was, like, I said, it's Activity I was like He's eight years old Yeah He's, he's just peeing It burns when he pees Yeah And she goes What have you been doing it's Summertime You smell chlorine And I was like Yeah I just swallow it So uh On that note
1: I took a bath With a dog once And got a urinary Tract infection <laughs> <laughs> You got a
2: UTI. I got
1: a UTI from with bathing with a dog. Oh, I was never allowed to bathe with animals after that. But let me tell you, it was the oh, most yeah. memorable shit. What, I was like,
0: what else? What, what other animal would you bathe with?
1: Um, <laughs> <I> mean, <that laughs> it just have, depends. The if list you gotta, isn't that long. It's not. But I grew up in the, I grew up in White Trash USA, where we had dude, I had a sheep as a pet. That's cool. As a child, you know, like there were there were goats. There oh, so there's like, there's, there's
0: 32 teams in the NFL. There's not even 32 fucking animals you'd bathe with.
1: No, there's no-
0: Oh my god! <laughs>
1: I bathed with the one. It that has is to be ones like porpoises
0: or some shit. You
1: no, know, you would swim with animals that are intended to be in the water. Oh you god. don't bathe with the dog and get a UCI. That's if that says anything poodles, about the choices I, heard poodles,
0: I make. Though are legit swimmers?
1: Are they really? Yeah. I would imagine they have their little.
0: This sounds Flapins. weird, but I I, I kind of want to look it up.
1: Maybe they have a fl- maybe they're flotation Poodle
0: swimmers. S- Poodle. Swim- I hope the right thing comes up. Oh, that's a bunch of. Them <laughs> I hope nothing balls. weird comes up. Here we go. Poodles are good swimmers. In fact, the breed is one of the best in terms of swimming ability. Apparently. Dude, put Did they around. have
1: little like flaps? Like what? What? Or do they have webbed know, toes? Like no, what's wrong with them? Uh, I mean, not what's wrong, but what's different about them? Poodles
0: are bred to be a retriever in water. There are many characteristics about poodles, such as their coat and their paws, that make them dust and be great swimmers. So, so they're, like they're actually duck, like, bred to be yeah, like good duck, swimmers. Duck hunting, I guess. Wow. Yeah. So they're bred to be.
1: So if like someone shoots down a duck, it goes in the he, in the like water. They swim out there and grab oh, it. Oh, they have webbed feet. That's what I was. That's exactly what I So they was have a
0: moisture resistant coat yeah. and web feet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Damn, poodles are almost like the mermaids of the dog world. <laughs> let's,
1: okay, on that note, let's take our break, I guess, and then
0: we'll come back. All right. Well, those are some hella poodle stats. Poodle I'm going to give you all some Domcast stats real quick to shout out, dude. This is kind of like, uh, not advertisement, but we're going to shout out to the city. San Antonio, obviously number one in downloads. Thank you. Houston, Woo! Texas. Houston, H-Town. Austin, Texas. Thank you. Los Angeles, California. LA? Dallas, Fort Worth. San Francisco. Atlanta, Georgia, Denver, Colorado, and Harlingen, Texas. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice top right there. All right. All right. Some good love, dude. Yeah. Dude, shout out I'm to Frisco. That. Dude, shout out to Denver, Colorado, too. Nice. Denver. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. That's
1: awesome.
0: Fuck right. yeah, Denver. Hey, Let's Dallas finally got their numbers up. I talked a lot of shit to Dallas. <laughs> I did.
1: Did you apologize?
0: No. <laughs> I said I don't want another incident with the president.
2: Oh, my God.
0: There's a little Wayne line that... <laughs> I don't want to say it. I really don't. Want basically, straight from the no, it's no problem. to Punachachi's <laughs> brain on the mother Evan window.
2: Wow, damn, yeah, that was that
0: deep. Happened to a person there, so. <laughs> but thank you, Dallas Fort Worth, for downloading more. <laughs> so I will never say that again to y'all. I'm
1: sorry for him.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, commercial break over.
1: Um. Yeah. And I, I really went to. Okay, so I feel like we have been talking for a long time. Um, we talked a lot off mic, too, but I, I do want to continue this at, like, a certain point in time, you know? Um, I want to tell you about this panic attack that I had, and it's, like, super, you know, it was the first, like, time that I was, like, physically affected. Um, it was crazy. Like, I'll drop some stats on you. You know, we'll talk more about it whenever do you, you feel want.
0: comfortable talking about tonight or do you want to yeah. do it another time?
1: I mean, I can, it's, don't put that pressure on me. <laughs> like, do you want me to talk about it? Cause I can I tell it real quick. As
0: long as you feel open. Yeah. Okay. You don't make it, if it's, so a story no, 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 no. it's
1: not something that, no, it's something that I want people to know because I want them to be aware and like, it's okay to like yeah. ask for help when you need it. Um, you don't have to be like trapped in your head or like think that you're dying, even though that's what it feels like at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever had a panic attack, which you you have anxiety, so you know, I'm pretty sure you have. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're listening Ugh. and you have, you know what that feels like. It's um, a very hopeless and scary feeling um, and very lonely because it feels like, you know, you don't no know.
0: hope, just central nervous system right. out of whack. Things
1: are not okay and like your your heart's beating fast and like you're freaking out. So like, I think that it's, it's almost like you don't wanna I don't know, like you you don't wanna put that on other people, but you really do need help in that situation, um, when you're experiencing it because a lot of people used to like um discredit or like just minimize mental health, um, and be like, It's not it's not like oh my god, Siri's doing it again. She listened to the whole thing. Um People yeah. used to like like put kinda put it in a corner and be like if you're mentally unstable like you're it, it's an excuse like a lot of people, there's I think there's a book that's called The Myth of Mental Health. Um and I can't be sure when it was written but it's
0: Siri's gonna tell you anyways.
1: Yeah. Um hey Siri look up the myth of mental health <laughs> Okay, you know what? She's not being helpful right I now. I actually so. went
0: to Alamo Mental Health. Did you really? That's where my psychiatrist was. No and way. My therapist.
1: Wow. Damn. Did uh, it help?
0: Yeah. Um, I like my therapist a lot. My psychiatrist, I didn't. He was just trying to put drugs on me, but my yeah, therapist I did like.
1: I, I've been there and pushing and it's it's awful. And
0: it's a cool little spot, it's across from like an ER bar in the wings place and all that.
1: Okay, so The Myth of Mental Illness, Foundations of a Theory of Personal Conduct, is a 1961 1961. book Yeah, by the psychiatrist um, Thomas Zaz. I'm not even going to really, I I don't know, I can't say that I'm pronouncing that right. Um, Thomas Zaz. (laughs) Yeah. In which the author criticizes psychiatry and argues against the concept of mental illness. It received much publicity and has become a classic, well-known as an argument against the tendency of um, psychiatrists to label people who are disabled by living as mentally ill. So he basically is like saying like um, it's it's not real like it's an excuse because you can't cope with life um and that that minimized a lot of people and made a lot of people not want to reach out for help um Mm -hmm. and I think especially like men um because there's the saying like man up or like grow up there's this
0: testosterone yeah build a wall around it's
1: it. toxic masculinity is what it is it is yeah. like really because the page and the patriarchy pushes i'm not trying to sound like feminist right now but the patriarchy pushes um toxic masculinity in a way that's like really unhealthy well, it's toxic it's unhealthy it's like um you know i i hate the saying grow a pair because it's like it just puts such a stigma on mental illness for men, and it makes men not want to reach out for help um, because yeah. it's like grow up, like you know, be a man. And it's like, why? You're like, you know, they used to hospitalize women for for mental illness for hysteria. Um, you know, like, if, and I would have been hospitalized if I was. I felt that. though
0: it was because of my mother that made me see a psychiatrist and everything.
1: In what way did she did she push you like actually? Yeah, she was told she me like, some hey. of the things
0: that she's been through and blah blah blah, and I was like, I relate. And she goes, like, I think you should talk to somebody. She was
1: like, You better tackle it now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And that's the way that's the way to handle it. I mean, like, I'm no doctor, but um,
0: yes. Don't take any of this advice as actual. This is medical not advice.
1: actual medical advice. Um, but you, when you have this kind of feeling, um, you know, you're depressed. Um, you would need to see a doctor like right away because you can get, it gets worse. Like you can get other disorders and, it and quickly. Yeah. And it, and you can spiral. It's not something that you want to go through. So like if you're having trouble with mental illness, you know, seek help and, and ask questions and reach out. Like, don't feel like you're alone because you're not. Um Like I, I will drop a stat real quick. Um So, Ninety percent of the people who have committed suicide, um, I think in the last ten years, had mental health disorders. So ninety percent of people who had who who, who killed themselves had problems that they yeah, couldn't cope people, with. People,
0: one was just some guy who was tired of his office, and he,
1: yeah, he couldn't. And he jumped out the window. Yeah. He couldn't fucking take it anymore. He was like, "Fuck this boss, yeah. fuck this shit, I'm fucking done." And and people get the overloaded. other nine people are just yeah and they're just gonna keep going and they're going through the motions and like that's a big part of depression is going through the motions but um that's a lot of people um suicide is actually the 10th cause of death in the world today so um in 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 america i'm not sure about other places but the 10th cause of death that's um behind like stuff that you really actually can't help like cancer stroke and like i'm not saying that you can help mental illness but you can get help for mental illness like it's not something that you can prevent but it's something that you It's something you have
0: to be brave enough to ask for though Uh uh-huh yeah and
1: a lot of people aren't because a lot of mental illness comes with uh doubt and like heavy doubt about yourself and like um, whether or not you are going to get help or not, and what whether and there's doubts about like why can't I handle my life compared to someone else, you know, because um, a lot of people can, and you look at the majority and you're like, why can they handle things better than I do?
0: Um, but most people, it's all facade.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Um, a we lot of people in this go culture home and cry. right now
0: where it's all just their facade. It's what they project, and uh, that creates. Anxieties. Yeah. That's a whole nother wave in ocean.
1: Yeah. And it's like those people, um you know, it's that's why I say get help because those people will stay in their nine to five and go through the motions and, and then
0: just be like, I'm going postal.
1: Yeah. And then they're going to lose it. Like, because one day you're going to lose it. Like, you can't you go on postal like that. and you
0: shoot up the office.
1: Yep, That's exactly right. Um, there or was we'll some
0: gay clubs or so whatever. There was some the
1: statistic that said like, you know, I don't remember where it was. This is bro science. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. So there was some <laughs> statistic like I
0: never thought I would say that word.
1: That I, I really didn't. I had, to, I had to contemplate for a second, but um, it said that like, you know, some some crazy percentage of death was caused by mental illness in America. They did not specify that most of that was suicide. So they're they're like creating um and pushing a myth and perpetuating um a, a lie that like people their yeah, that people uh with mental illness tend to be violent. And that's and violent people tend to have mental illness, but a you know, a square a rectangle is a square, but a square can't always be recting or some whatever the you know what i'm talking about yeah um anyways so let me refer back to this shit before i forget um when i went to go take the sats like any normal kid does um yeah i had prepared i had been uh ready to go
0: you like one of those study bugs
1: yeah because my mom pushed a lot of it on me not in a bad way and like not in a she didn't like freak out about it on me but she pushed it in a way to where like you can get into a good college if you try hard enough because you're smart you can do it so like she made me feel morally obligated to do Mm. it because I was like I have to live up to my, my potential so um I went to I got to the plate like I got a good night's sleep. I tried to get a good night's sleep. It's like you know I have You're anxiety. Too nervous. It's so like Christmas yeah, Eve. yeah. You ha- when you have anxiety, it's like how can you sit there with the jitters and like go to sleep? No, and won't. like when they give they gave me Ambien, I would just like sit there with the jitters and then feel fucked up and j- yeah. I, you know like it wasn't anything that helped Low's me. Dragging. I'm luckily the like I said the regimen of medication that I'm on now is very helpful for me, um, but I wasn't always. That way. Um, so I felt like I got a good night's sleep the night before. And then I went to my mom, dropped me off at the campus um, at my high school. And I, I walked in confidently. I was like, I'm going to take this test. I sat down in the first row, and my fingers started tingling,
2: mm.
1: and my lips started tingling. And I realized I wasn't really breathing right. Um, okay. because I was kind of like really nervous, like yeah,
0: start counting up the, yeah. red, the check marks there.
1: And so I was like, okay. Um, I was like, there's things that are going on. Like I'm, I'm kind of freaking out. And then I get this really, really intense, like, like something, it felt like something hit me and my breath just like, like, you yeah. know how when you lose yep. your breath, like you just feel knocked. The yeah, it feels like your, some. It your feels like something. The air, like, <gasps> yes, it feels like something knocked yeah. the air out of you, and that's exactly what I was feeling. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I felt that feeling, and I was like, "Okay," I was like, "Everything up to here, I could handle right now." I'm about I start, to die. I started writing, dude, because part of the SATs was an essay. I started writing, and I read it, and I could not comprehend what I your had just brain written. Was in confusion. It was in complete confusion, and so I. At that point, I lost the ability to like say what was wrong with me because I was in such a place in my head where I was like, okay, I'm not getting if out of this. People have
0: never experienced confusion, like real confusion. Yeah. It's really hard to explain. Yeah.
1: It's actually like, no, It, it's, it feels
0: like you turn the clock back like 15, 20 years. Yeah.
1: Like, You're like, uh, I know where.
0: Who I, I? I know what? who I
1: am. I know I have, I, I live yeah. my life, but where am I? Where's my, yeah. like, what am I doing here? Why are these
0: people ask me this?
1: Yes. And so I had this whole it's overwhelming. Like a tight fog as well. Yes. I had this whole overwhelming, um, like wave that hit me. And then I felt this entire disconnect, um, from reality. And so when I was reading my paper, I was like, this is not normal. And then I was like, okay, Jordan, you're not breathing right. And I realized that because my lips were starting to tingle so badly in my mm. hands that I realized I wasn't getting oxygen to my brain. Um, and at that point, I was like, okay, I think I'm having a panic attack. I was 16 years old, um, I'm gonna turn 17. Um, so that was 10, 10 years ago. And I flipped the fuck out and I like put my pencil down and I got up. And I like sat back down and I was like, I'm not moving like I'm going to sit here. This is my place now. (laughs) So I raised my hand up and the teacher came to me and um, I was like, I'm I I, like I stuttered for a minute. I told her um, I had a headache because that's all I could get out. Yeah, Um, I couldn't I didn't know. Most people don't tell you how
0: to describe that feeling Mm -hmm. in general
1: and especially like the first time. Um, when you feel that feeling, you don't really know what's feel going on like because... first
2: time.
0: Sorry.
1: Feels like the very first time. That right. one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, you're good. Um, when it's the first time like that, you don't know what's about to hit you and what's mm. what's actually happening. And so there's so much also going on with your body because you're so confused and you're yeah. so like, and I was taking very, very shallow breaths at that point. Um, I know I wasn't getting very much oxygen into my brain. Um, the teacher came over and she was like, she looked at me and she was like, you're so pale. Um, are you okay? And I, I was like, I managed to tell her I had a headache. Um, I managed to tell her I was probably going to throw up. Um, she got me out of the seat and like walked me out to the hallway. And I sat in the hallway and I remember this loud, like, zzz, zzz, like sound. Just like my head was, um, yeah, like I it was Expanding, pounding like, and yeah,
0: and compressing at the same time. Yes, mm-hmm. and it, it was going mm-hmm.
1: like it was crazy. I was feeling this crazy feeling, and I was like, this is all. Um, physical. This is all stuff that's happening to my body. Like, I couldn't get out of the chair on my own. I, like, had tr- I couldn't make it to the bathroom. Like, I sat down on the floor, and I freaked out. Like, in- internally mm-hmm. and outside. Like, the teacher had to sit there with me and, like, breathe with me. But she also had a class full of people doing the SATs. So they ended up calling another person. That person sat with me while my mom came. My mom has anxiety. She... As soon as she picked me up, she knew exactly what was happening. Um, she grabbed me, she gave me a Xanax. I was probably, you know, I this was like, you know, maybe my second or third time taking this, um, and like the other times had been before bed when I was like feeling extremely. My anxious. mother
0: knew as well. Like there was times she gave me Ambien before I yeah, prescribed
1: it. Exactly. Well, your parents—they like they they have know, a
0: like, oh that. You're part of me.
1: Just like I know how Cash has Tourette's and how he has his tics. And he and that's like a part of me. And his anx- his anxiety, his OCD, um, his ADHD, that's all a part of me. It's a feeling that you get that's very, very, in, like it's instinct. Yeah. And you know it. Um, you
0: know how to react to it and fix e- the situation yeah. because it is you. Yeah. Doctor can't tell you.
1: So as soon as I got in the car, I guess like my mom saw my face. And she's like, oh, shit. She gives me a Xanax. Um, I remember, like, Dom, it was the craziest feeling. Um, like, I remember being like, okay, I, I, am I going to die? Like, because in that moment, your heart is beating so fast. And, like, you're having, like, these crazy thought- racing thoughts. And at that moment, you're like, am I going to die? like Like, 10
0: different conversations going on in your head while your heart literally feels like it's going to jump out of your chest. Yeah,
1: it it felt like it was like banging out of my chest. And I was like, this is nuts. Um, I'd never felt.
0: It's the mental confusion that really fucks you
1: up. Because not being able to like looking at a paper that I wrote and then not being able to read that back to myself, um, it throws you into a bit of a panic. And you kind of go into it and you're like, oh, shit. Um, Losing your mind is the scariest feeling (laughs) in the world. Like um, besides choking, which, you know, Mm. I can attest (laughs) to. Uh, (laughs) No, um, but the feeling of like losing your mind, like not knowing where you are, who you are or anything about your life is honestly one of the most terrifying things that you can experience. And um, I feel like that confusion can Throw your body into kind of a real panic.
0: It does. It's it's a survival thing too. Yeah, like yeah. fight
1: or flight mode, and yeah. and you're trying to fly, but you can't. You're in your body. Yeah. There's some kind of thing that's going on.
0: Your body's like, let's shut this thing down. Yeah,
1: let's do. It. <laughs> he, I, I I'm today. a head out. Like yeah. <laughs> just, this is a SpongeBob We're meme. This straight up like just <laughs> not gonna be there. Um, but I got in the car with my mom, giving the medicine. I passed out. I woke up like hours later and this is like also I had things going on like thinking I prepared for this SAT for so long. Are they going to let me retake it Mm. Um, since I already went in the room since Mm. I saw the papers like are they going to let me. Um, you know, and it was just like what if, what if, what if. And there then there was the thing of like you're there's so, so many driven
0: that like you went to almost dying and you're still thinking about taking a test. Yeah. Because that's I was ridiculous levels <laughs> of like laser vision right there.
1: I had to get that SAT score. Um, I ended up getting it and getting like almost a seventeen hundred, which I don't know if that's good or not. I think it's good because my mom was really proud of me. Um, but when I did so they did let me eventually retake it. Um but that was my first real experience with a panic attack, and I felt very alone and I felt very um, crazy because I was like, okay, I think my body is dying, but why? I'm, you know, I'm 17. I've got nothing wrong with me. There's like, I don't have a. Do I have a secret heart problem? Like, because then and then your mind starts going in all those kinds of directions.
0: Age of 17. Yeah,
1: um, and so like I just, it was the crazy, the craziest thing that I've ever felt, you know, physically caused by something that I was thinking, like, you know, caused by a mental stressor. Um it really yanked me uh into a different world. And I feel like a lot of people experience that. Um and 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 they experience that physical thing and they don't know what it is. They get on sometimes like, you know how you went in s- blood pressure shit too um sometimes they need to get on blood pressure medication and that's that's a thing too but that's why i'm saying see a doctor because you never know what it is and if you're having feelings and there's
0: absolutely no risk in seeing a doctor yeah especially if you have what's gonna happen like
1: what's gonna go wrong all you can do is benefit Mm -hmm. and and all you can do is especially if you've got anxiety reassure yourself um you know don't let don't suffer and don't let yourself... get
0: some simple blood work done, yeah. and they might tell you something you had no clue about.
1: hmm I found out I was, I'm missing... They took 12 tubes of blood at one time. Oh,
0: sweet Jesus. Because I, I was... uh, the fuck out.
1: I was... Dude, it was crazy because... I would
0: have passed the fuck out. I was
1: a... Uh, I had staff. I had MRSA. Um, mm.
0: I know what that is.
1: Yeah, I had MRSA on my face. Um, it was very close sweet to my Jesus. sinuses. Um and stuff like that. So, uh, sh- oh yeah, they <laughs> did a, a bunch of blood tests on me and they got, okay, so they got 12 tubes, tested all of them. I'm at the immunologist and they're like, oh, you're missing this titer in your blood and that's why your, your immune system is so shitty. That's why you're anemic and that's why you can't handle like your, you keep on getting staff over and over cause your body won't fight it off. Like, a normal person will get a staph infection and build up, an, um, like, an immunodeficiency, like, mm-hmm. and kind of block that shit out, almost like chicken pox. Um, but, it's, like, you can al- you're can you always at risk to get it again. It's just your, strong- your body becomes stronger, of course. Your immune system builds up a little mm-hmm. bit, and mine just wasn't doing that because I was missing this tighter in my blood. I only knew that because they tested my blood. I got it fixed. Never got staph again.
0: So yeah. change your whole life.
1: I mean, seriously, like, just Staff get your fucking sucks. blood checked. Just get your blood yeah. checked. Like, yeah. at least know what blood type you are. Just be like, I'm a O negative or whatever there is.
0: I call my blood type Mickey Mantle. Why? That's that long-strain DNA. <laughs> it's just a Mickey Mantle. Apparently, my grandma, on my, my mom's side, she, she, used to, <laughs> she used to bang a ring with Mickey Mantle. And I did not know my grandpa on that side for a very long time. And then um, I heard someone else say they had some Mickey Mantle DNA. And I said, all right. You don't have to exercise. Just get on the field. You ready to go?
1: My grandma. Okay, <laughs> she's going to kill me like, Dude, if, if she ever grandma
0: hears this. No, no, no. Bang Mickey Mantle, no, too. It's Our not grandmas Mickey <laughs> are going to have to fight. Our grandmas They're are going to have Eskimo- to fight.
1: Oh, shit. They're not Eskimo sisters. But... <laughs> She did always have a story about Willie Nelson Oh. and buddy. my mom's older sister. We always had a she's joke. She's like,
0: I put the original bright in his hair. She,
1: yeah, she was like, I. <laughs> 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 she always says she's like Willie Nelson's daughter or like whatever. She's she jokes about it. Um, and then we give my grandma hell and she's always like, stop it. Don't tell anybody. So sorry, Nani. If That's awesome. This, That's a great
0: story, Nani. Thank you. <laughs> We
1: love Nani on here. We love Nani.
0: I love you on here. It's awesome. Yeah. Jordan, thank you so much. I love
1: you too. It's been wonderful. Yes. I will come back.
0: Oh, we have to have part two. Yeah. And then the Dom C. Roast. Yes. Episode 100. (laughs) <laughs> Would you want to be on the panel and roast me?
1: Really? Would you let me? Because yes. I will rip you right apart if you if you like. Yes. Yes, I'd love to. <laughs> okay,
0: I'm looking for like six people. You're the first yes. one I've officially asked to be on the roast.
1: Absolutely, and I think it's a freaking perfect idea.
0: Yes. So you did it. You, you episode did it 100 job. is going to be the roast. Jordan's going to be on <laughs> the panel. <laughs> Webster, we're going to have to call you Webster because we have. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I'm We're fine gonna with Webster. To, There's going to be no Jordans. It's going to be Berlanga and Webster.
1: I respond to to Webster, so.
0: All right, that's going to be awesome. And uh, I don't know, should I get Jason to roast as well?
1: Yeah, I think you should. For sure. <laughs> Can I bring that? <laughs> yes.
0: I, I, I hope you do. I hope you do. I really need I to do. bring
1: that for, like, really special ones that i bet you don't regret asking me already you know i have the horn no no
0: it's (laughs) awesome i'm super prepared and ready for this now didn't know we'd make it this many episodes anyways but like i said you know we keep doing them so i can't wait to have you back in uh we'll do the 100 episode together for sure and before that we'll fight for guests of the year so it's coming up we'll have we'll have some nice ones we'll get Jason Jordan up in here with you dude
1: yeah that'll be fun dude. we can have some banter that'll oh, be nice
0: it'll some be good fun episodes <laughs> all right thank you so much for coming through and uh, let's cheers to you had a San Pellegrino you got what do you got right here i have a i have, a, I have a
2: slew
1: a variety of things um i have a, an Arizona tea mm. i have a San Pellegrino and i have um, an HUB Organic sparkling blood orange naturally flavored beverage
0: Blood orange. Let's
1: let's cheers at the blood orange.
0: Alright, and this is a cheers that the Vietnam vet told me, okay? Okay. Oh man. It's my favorite cheers in the world. Okay, though. tell it. So cheers to the birds. To right? the birds. Yes. To the storks that bring the good babies. To the ravens that bring the bad babies. And to the swallows, they'll bring no babies. <laughs> cheers to the birds.
2: <laughs> to the birds. <laughs>